whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we are we here, are here, to, here rant to rant and rave. Yay! We're becoming professionals. Yes, we are. Professional rant and raver singers. <laughs> Maybe looking... we'll... Go ahead. We'll, we'll open for... Oh my God, I almost said for protonics, which is a type of uh, reflux medication. I meant pentatonics. I would... <laughs> Grandma's got a little foggy brain, clearly. Hey, I would love to open for pentatonics. Big fan. Okay. <laughs> I like but them too. I also, what was it you thought you almost said? Uh, protonics. Protonics. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I feel like that's the only thing we're capable of opening for. <laughs> you know what? It's really fitting in this day and age. It's um, a medication to help keep acid reflux at bay. Yeah. Just to tell you where I'm at in my life right yep. now. Uh-huh. Yep. Our first song on the road is going to be, she's got it. <laughs> oh, baby, she's got it. Like a couple oh, of old biddies. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, Jessica, how that was your week? That is hilarious. It was good. good. You know, I, I, it was fun. I feel like it was a better balance of starting to get used to a new routine again, right? Sure, like, sure. It, still not totally easy but it was better and Good. i'm like okay i felt like the beginning of when the pandemic started when everything was what and hard and weird and foreign and ah, yeah. i don't know what's happening i kind of felt like that a week or two ago and now i'm like okay let me just calm down and realize this is an adjustment period too yeah everything's fine I keep trying to tell myself if I just state what I need or ask for help when needed, mm-hmm. I can alleviate a whole world of stress mm-hmm. and unnecessary anxiety that mm. I am manifesting onto myself. Indeed. So I'm hoping that I can carry that through. But I did have that light bulb moment last week when I just went ahead and took care of things that I've been procrastinating about because I already, of course, assumed what would happen. Yeah. And then lo and behold, when I did it, and one of the things was asking someone for help, Mm. and they said, no problem. What do you need? And I said, oh, really? (laughs) So that's a note to all. Just be kind to yourself and stop anticipating the bad before it even happens. I am great at doing that. I am. I really need to stop it. I'm a master at that. I write my own stories in my head that never happen. Yep. Yeah. I know. I'm the worst. Why aren't we selling these stories to uh, summer romance novels? Maybe they're not romantic. 
Jessica, I have tried to get multiple people to to write erotic fiction with me to sell in pamphlet size 99 centers on Amazon, and nobody wants to get sexy with me. Um, if I recall, your idea of sexy erotica involved a Sasquatch, and no, ma'am, still not interested. Okay, listen, I, it doesn't have to be a Sasquatch. Those are, they're not as popular at the moment. It might be pirates now. I don't know. Oh. I'm going to have to get into it. I am not love-specific <laughs> with my erotica that I want to sell, Okay. I would read a pirate erotica written by one Dana Powell. I absolutely would. Well, let's write it. We could write Barbie erotica. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to make some money and feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> and I'll guarantee yes. you it's going to be a heck of a lot better than a Fifty Shades of Grey because that was Fifty Shades of Boring. How many spankings <sighs> can you get? I never saw it. I saw it and I read it. I even read book two because oh. everybody was like, nah, nah, it gets better. It don't. <laughs> <laughs> it don't. I say this with such love, but my girlfriends that did get on that Fifty Shades train and were so into it, I'm like, I love you all dearly, but I do not love your taste in <sighs> literature, film, or television. So I, I, I could, go have I fun. I tried. I found um, Don Johnson's daughter to be <laughs> lovely and boring. Uh-huh. Like the most exciting thing in the whole film is when she's on her knees in her panties. And I was like, this ain't for me. <laughs> Who's this for? Virtual spit take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see some young hottie on her knees in her panties. That's not uh, that's not for this old lady. If I'm going to be on my knees in my panties, it's going to be a downward dog in a yoga class. <laughs> you do yoga in your panties? <laughs> um, no, I no, I do not. <laughs> no, it's just it wasn't interesting. But I am open to making appointments to write erotic fiction with you, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're taking solicitations, listeners. <laughs> Send in your topics of choice, and you too may, for 99 cents, get a zine. Yes. A zine. And a For starters. <laughs> written by Dana and I in pencil. Uh-huh. No bestiality with the quasi-exception of Sasquatch. I mean, we have made him human at this point, have we not? Cut her. Uh-huh. <laughs> my cat just ran up the <laughs> Um, No, he is not human. Okay. okay. Oh. But he has human attributes. Okay. This is not Harry and the Hendersons. A little enough. bit it is. A little bit it is. <laughs> also, have never seen that movie. I remember seeing it and I remember thinking, oh, that's cute. That's all I remember. <laughs> Wasn't John Lithgow in that? Yeah, he was. I mean, I don't think that was a real career high for him. 
Well, I mean, I feel like John Lithgow was like, you get you get in the movies to stay in the movies. That was his motto. He is he so good. Such a great career. Yes. But everybody's got a few dirty turds in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's always creeped me out, even when he's in a role of kindness. Isn't that funny? Isn't that and weird. He's I think crazy. he's outstanding. Yeah. But oh, do you remember so Dexter? Um, the best, and they should have mm. just ended the series after his Thank season. You. Okay, they're bringing it back. As much as I love you, Michael C. Hall, and as much as I love Dexter, nope, no, I don't need it to come back. I didn't like the way it ended in the first place. Me neither. Whatever. This is not a TV review show. I know. What are we doing right now? Okay, so you <laughs> had a good week. <laughs> uh, I had a rough week, but I'm okay. I'm pulling through. I'm glad to hear that. So that's good. I definitely feel a lot of peace. I think the anticipation of the day was uh, real bad. Of course. Um, and then the day came. I I went to the beach and spent time at the beach to celebrate mm-hmm. my mom's life. It was her one of her favorite beaches. That was um, beautiful. It was really lovely. And then while I was at the beach, my family called me. They were obviously all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they spent time together this weekend. So I'm itching to get back and, yeah, you know, share some family time. Um, but yeah, it was nice. A couple of friends forced themselves on me and uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably for the better. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just, um, I woke up on Friday just feeling lighter, feeling like I did allow myself to cry a lot, which I would say that I have Mm -hmm. probably stifled quite a bit in the last year. I also started an open conversation and dialogue with with my sisters about how I was feeling. My therapist said that I should do that. And so I did. And it was very revealing. We are all handling it differently and Mm -hmm. also probably not well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we're I think just knowing that each of us is on our own journey but still hurting yes really was helpful to me so absolutely um you know I'm far far away my middle sister is far ish away but has mm-hmm. access to get back and then dad and Tiffy are living the everyday so we're all right. experience we're all at different stages and sure. it's just very strange, but um, I definitely do have to say very honestly that after the anniversary of her passing, I felt lighter. I felt mm-hmm. a little more peace. I felt some growth and healing, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful. And thank you to everyone who reached out with kind words and th- thoughts and prayers. It it really did. Um, it really did help. So thank you. I appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Yeah. And really glad that you spoke out to your sisters about how you're feeling yeah none of us had talked and i finally just said to them i said i'm sorry i am completely in the dark on how you're feeling i don't Uh know how to handle this i am not doing well Uh (laughs) and it and i said and it makes me feel stupid i said because i realize you guys are living there day to day i said when i go home it will only be the second time without my mama yeah And, and that resonated they were like my baby sister was like, I'm glad you said that because it would have never crossed my mind Yep. because we're all on different journeys, sure. different paths. And so anyway, it was very helpful, very healing. If you've suffered a loss in your family and you're grieving, I, I would say, 
you know, if you don't know how the rest of your family are feeling a year down the road, several months down the road, whatever, it's okay to ask and yep. it's okay to share. I felt stupid, but then when I opened no. up, I was like, oh, well, they're having their own version of this. Mm -hmm. It's not, I'm not stupid. It's not just me. So totally. that felt good. Absolutely. You know, I did a lot of planty things last week and really just tried to get through. Like, I'll be honest, sometimes getting out of bed last week was tough. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm just being honest. Like yeah, that's totally understandable and to be expected, I think. So anyway, I'm feeling much better, like exponentially better. So Aww. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Should we get out? Oh, you know what we haven't been doing at the top of the show? What? Telling people how to get a hold of us. Because oh, I God, usually you're right. try to you're remind right. you and I've been skipping right by it. You are right. So you guys, in case you don't already do it. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you're not already following us, you missed quite a vintage ad about celery. I'm just going to leave it at that. That you was can do your own. <laughs> that was. Here's the thing. I cannot believe how unacceptable it was for a cartoon. I know. Yeah, we can't spoil that. Know. We're going to have to be jerks about it and be like, if you want to sing, go to our social media. But it's <laughs> devastating. It is anally devastating. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, my God. Please go see that image and more at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, you can find us at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, hit the contact button. That also goes directly to us, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Com. As Yay. always, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, and definitely subscribe. If this Please is your do. first time, maybe you enjoy it and you go, you know what? I'm going to subscribe to those ladies. Hey, I might even throw a review or a few words up there. It Great. really does help us. Like, I would say that it helps people find us. Yes. We're, not, we're not famous. We're not huge celebrities. Nope. I mean, we've only been on TV handfuls of times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But honestly, we're not. And so that's really the only way that people find us. Yes. Like we don't do a lot of advertising. We're not out there pushing pushing ourselves. A lot of our... advertising. We do zero we do advertising. Zero advertising. <laughs> Half the time I don't even post to my friends because I'm like, they don't listen. They don't uh -huh. care. <laughs> Sadly, it's true. Um <laughs> I feel like 75% of my friends, if I was like, have you ever listened to my podcast? They'd be like, you have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, can I just pause real quick before mm -hmm. we get into our rants mm -hmm. and tell you, so this is celery related. <laughs> so remember when we went out to the farm and we yeah. went to the farmer's market? Well, mm -hmm. Dan Tipton insisted on buying this big old bushel of celery. Okay. And when he did it, I was like, why? What are you going to do with that? He's like, I'm going to eat it. And I was like, no, you're not. It's awful. <laughs> well, guess what, y'all? He didn't eat it. Now, I didn't complain because I don't know if you're aware, but the foliage of celery is very lovely. Uh -huh. It's bright yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so I never said anything. I just, every time I opened my fridge, I was like, oh, look at the lovely plants I have in my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this weekend, my sweet but flawed husband, <laughs> he built my composter. 
So you yes. guys, you know, I got a composter for Mother's Day and he built it. So he is very excited about this. Mm-hmm. This tickles his man fancy. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, we're going through the fridge trying to find stuff to get us started. Right. Uh-huh. And I was like, we're going to use that celery you had to have. And he goes, yes. And I'm talking, it's two-hander. Like, we're both breaking it up. It's big, right? And I'm going, the whole time we're breaking it up and putting it in, I go, oh, God, this reeks. Oh, I think my hands are burning. God, it's disgusting. (laughs) I could not handle it. So. I am turning that evil into some goodness in my composter to feed uh-huh. my plants. <laughs> I love that it is at least coming full circle and being returned to the earth from which mm-hmm. it came. But I have to say I'm a little tiny bit disappointed. I don't even know that you can do this. When you said you loved those leaves, I thought you were going to tell me that you managed to propagate them. And now you have a massive array of celery leaves. No. Can I tell you why? Hmm. This is, this is, this is the reason for most of my hatred of celery. Okay. It freaking stinks. See, I love the smell of it. No, stop it. You do not. I do. Celery and cucumbers. I love. No, Jessica, cucumbers I get fresh. It's refreshing. Celery is acid. <laughs> acid. Stinky. I'm going to look it up, but I'm guaranteeing it's probably considered one of the most alkaline foods. I don't know, but I don't know, but it's yuck. There's oh no point. It tastes exactly how it smells, which is stink. <laughs> okay, we, that's a previous uh, rip. We don't need to get into that. I just hate it. That's all. <laughs> oh my god so i think i'm up first for rants yeah you sure are all right this is from a listener y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a pretty crazy one okay hi dana and jessica i feel the need to rant about something that happened at my place of work over the weekend this is a very formal beginning to a somewhat crazy story Don't you think? (laughs) I was like, oh, somebody's probably going to say something insane or whatever. And then as I was reading it, I was like, whoa. Hi, Dana and Jessica. I feel the need to rant about something that happened at my place of work over the weekend. Now, I said to you, Jessica, that is a very formal and (laughs) calm beginning to a somewhat bonkers story. Am I wrong? Uh, No, you're right. (laughs) Okay. I work in a grocery store in Southern California. A customer was pulling into the back area of our store early in the morning, half an hour before we even open. He saw me coming out the back of the loading door with a pallet jack and stopped. I also stopped. He looked at me with a sheepish smile with his hands up as if to say, I'm sorry. I audibly said, come on, man. I was in a rush to open, but waved him through. He thanked me, and instead of driving straight, turned slightly away from me to his left. Now, I'm assuming that's because the person was going, look, I'm going out of my way to be careful with you, right? (laughs) I guess in his single-minded rush to acquire boba coffee coconut vegan ice cream, (laughs) he didn't see the forklift right beside him. The forks were about 18 inches off the ground, and another pallet jack was balanced on them to be taken away. 
So, God, Mister, I need my Mandarin orange chicken right now. Turns into the forklift, and his tire gores up <laughs> on on top of the forks. So oh I think it, his tire goes up. But I <laughs> but I like saying gores up because those forklifts are pointy. <laughs> his wheel is literally spinning as he tries to continue forward, but he keeps sliding further off the ground and onto the forklift. No. I yell at him to stop. He freezes, shocked and bewildered. Back up, back up. He smiles. Now, how does this person still smiling? I know. Why is he smiling? He does so with his car slamming to the pavement. I have my hands in the air going, what are you doing? (laughs) His nervous grin turns into a laugh. He slams his car and drive and peels out in front of me wait 10 seconds next time so i'm thinking great he busted the forklift and we're screwed there's no way we it can be replaced or repaired by the end of the day and we still have deliveries i looked over not a scratch it worked perfectly fine not so much for the customer's car i later saw the side of his car was gouged and scraped of course it was the price of impatience, I guess. Working man one, impatient and entitled twat zero. <laughs> it's such a descriptive, like I'm I put the pieces together in my mind, like, oh, I know exactly what kind of area, like shopping yes. area this is. Like the vegan ice cream, the <laughs> you know what stores, you know what stores fit in that category. Mandarin chicken, you're like, okay, I know who these people are. I know who that man is. But what is so funny to me is I, Jessica, could see myself getting into a situation. Where I'm just literally playing bumper cars with the world and going, ah, sorry, oh no, <laughs> with my hands It's uh, hilarious. The description of it reminds me of one of those shows that my son watches, uh, True, T's, True TV's Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, they show stuff like that all the time. Yes. I wish there was security camera. But I do understand no. this listener's uh, concern, like – if they don't have that forklift, can you imagine the extra manual labor that would be put on everyone? Like, it really would be scary. <laughs> they have to have it because grocery stores get their deliveries by semi-trucks. Yes. It takes at least an hour just to get everything off the truck. Of course. On pallets, into their back area, then unwrapping the pallets, then doing the inventory. Totally. It's a whole production. And I think a lot of people don't realize that at least I'm speaking for very frequented, busy grocery stores out here. That happens every day. And for a yeah. lot of these stores, it happens two Sometimes or three twice. times a day. Totally. Yeah, and I also, what if somebody, God forbid, had been on the forklift oh, God. and the guy did it and I pictured them like a catapult flying off of the forklift? Well, I was imagining, I don't think the fork tines were pointing well, they must, they did gouge. I don't know. Anyway, he could have been impaled. Yes. What That's if it went through the door? Correct. I am now at a place in life, and I did this the other day, and I was so angry because I had to stop and just wait and wait, but I thought it's not worth it. I'm tired of trying to squeeze around stuff. It makes mm-hmm. me too nervous. I'm dangerous. I off somebody's rearview mirror like that yes. just three yes. months ago. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm going to hurt Not my car it. or theirs or both. Not worth and it. And when I pull into a place in any kind of mall or store and I see a semi, you best believe I go the complete opposite direction. I don't care if I have to walk across that whole parking lot. Yeah. I'm staying away from the truck. Yeah. I think that's smart. It's Honestly, crazy. too, like, let's just be real. The moral of the story here is nobody needs boba. It's disgusting. Don't ever. Thank drink you. It. Oh, I'm so glad. This might be the first foodophile thing that, that we, we agree on. on. This is historical. Chewy tapioca balls in the bottom <clears throat> of tea. I can't. <clears throat> Why on earth would you want to take a chance that you're going to shoot some slime wad? Uh, oh, it's making me gag. I know. Oh. It makes me gag, too. I and can't people love it. Why would you want to ruin tea? Here's, why do people keep putting things in tea? Don't put hibiscus in your tea. Don't put <laughs> passion fruit in your tea. Tea is just yums. Leave it alone. <laughs> Just leave it alone. I am crying because I despise tea and the rare I exception, I only like real chamomile or chrysanthemum tea or hibiscus tea. And I hate I the taste it. of floral, but I love it in a tea in oh. those forms. Oh my Just, God. You know, it's, I love you to death. And then, then sometimes I'm like, there's something wrong with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I can I, assure you, I'll never show up on your doorstep with a boba tea in hand for you or me. I assure you. Thank God. Oh. Uh, the only thing I feel like boba is useful for is I could imagine somebody filling a kiddie pool with them and we wrestle in it. That's the only thing. With <laughs> a straw, a like a spitball. Oh, they do have a good weight for some smack effect on a forehead. Yep. <laughs> How disgusting is that, that I just, especially now that I'm advocating that people put it in a straw. It has to be a Great. big, wide straw, boba size straw. The tail and, end of a pandemic. And, and look, shoot it out like a poison dart. Fucking bobas at people. <laughs> I would actually like to perch myself somewhere hidden and wait for somebody at a grocery to try to drive into the jack and then go, and blow it right on their window, or if I'm lucky, their window's cracked and I actually hit them in the face with it. Jessica, I love that. <laughs> I like your imagination, and I feel like with a couple of tweaks, it could be erotic. So we're in business. <laughs> oh my god! You know what, Jessica? If we Amazing. if we could get our act together and start a Patreon, we could start a side hustle where people pay Patreon to listen to us read our version of oh erotic fiction. <laughs> Okay, chapter one, tantric tapioca. <laughs> I'm dying. It's so unsexy. <laughs> so gross. It's set in a nursing home, so we're going to get our senior audience Ooh, in there. Geriatrica. <laughs> because why does tapioca pudding even exist? Jello, I think, still makes it. I feel like that was like something that. Tapioca. Is it a fruit? Is it a nut? I don't understand. I don't understand. know. I have to be honest. I do not know. I mean, if you don't know, then it shouldn't exist <laughs> because you know everything. I feel like it's something that a recipe calls for and it makes me irate. I'm like, why bother? It's like one eighth of a teaspoon of tapioca pudding powder. It doesn't it's make like any sense. An eighth of a teaspoon. 
That's like, like less what? than the service area of your baby fingernail. And what flavor is it really putting out there? It's like, what flavor is nutmeg? Does anybody know? Uh-uh. We just go, mm, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, Christmas. Oh, yeah. God. That's so good. On a, scale, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, who's crazier, me or you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is a very close tie, if not an even tie and for similar and different reasons. You know I mean, that's, that's a why, very loaded question. I know. That's why I love you though, because I feel like <laughs> you're so creative and so like-minded and so crazy. And I appreciate and adore you. Same. Seriously. You're perfect. <laughs> you're perfect. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> Two tapioca balls and a boba. Two lovely ladies with beautiful laughs. Come listen. Come hang out with us in our tapioca balls. Oh, my God. Chapter two. Laughing. I don't know. We're going to have to work on that. But the laugh can also be part of the erotica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughing oh lab- my God. Laughing labias. Is that sexy? <laughs> I'm crying. I- edit that i'm not hey, sure how far that went you know what it worked for oprah on south park wait did she have laughing labias well she had a talking one and a talking rear but, as well. oh that's right i just oh mm-hmm. my god it all gary gary and stop, minji it's all coming back to me <laughs> my favorite episode of towelie Jessica, I still think about those towely tennis shoes. I know. You guys, if anybody won the lottery and wants to get rid of them, Dana and I are interested. They did a, Adidas did a special edition collaboration with South Park yes. and they put out the towely. I don't even know if we talked about that or not, but oh, it's so I, I, we good. both need and want those shoes. And, Listen, and here's what I'll say about South Park. It's one of the most offensive shows ever. Yep. It's also one of the dumbest shows ever. But also one of the smartest and most poignant shows ever. Yes. And they leave no stone unturned. Uh, No. That's what I'm saying. Like people get offended. It's like, oh, they kind of go after everybody. And it's they go after themselves. I know. (laughs) I know. But they just call out such crazy, obvious crap going on. Anyway, whatever. That's been my go to lately at South Park. How funny. Oh, I know. Minji. Minji. <laughs> They've got me, Gary. Gary. <laughs> oh, Any children listening to this, that is not an appropriate show. No. Uh, my son catches me watching it and cannot understand why I would watch a cartoon. That's He's funny. like, what? It's not for kids? He has to keep... <laughs> he has oh. to keep... <laughs> it's not for kids? hilarious it is definitely not okay jessica are you ready with your rant yes i have a quick rant and it was something that happened this past week and it really tickled me and i thought you know what this is rant worthy one of my girlfriends had an appointment right near me and she's like do you have time to meet for a very quick cheap lunch somewhere in the area i'm like sounds perfect i'm starting work in like an hour and a half that is exactly what i can do So I found this place. I didn't find it. People have been recommending it. And I'm like, let's go to this place. We met there. And the name of the restaurant is its name. And then it says a deli of sorts. So I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I feel like I 
I just spit all over my microphone. <laughs> no, no, no. I drove past this place because the building says a deli of sorts, correct? Yes. And they've opened a second like <clears throat> They just opened one on Ventura. Okay. I went to the one in Toluca Lake. Gotcha. <clears throat> so a deli of sorts. Well, I assume that means you're a deli. Okay. Yes. And then you have some extra flu flus in there. Uh -huh. yeah. You have all kinds of things, all kinds of salads, all types of breads, all types of meats, everything for even vegetarians could eat there. But also, so could meat lovers, right? Correct. I'm That's expecting to be able to get a Reuben if I choose, right? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, it's anything but a deli. Is it and vegan? It's not vegan, but it is a sandwich shop. My friend was highly perturbed, and she said her eyes like kept blinking, and she was gritting her teeth. She goes, why did they call this a deli? This is after well, we didn't. ordered and we're waiting. They didn't. They said of sorts. So whatever's goes, missing, they're like, "Well, we said of sorts." Missing is everything. Yeah. Okay, you can have your choice of eight bagels. I would assume that too. And I would. Cream cheese, egg, turkey, tuna. That was about what you get, right? Wait, that's it. Bagels, turkey, cream cheese, and tuna separately but it's like you can have egg on a bagel you can have tuna salad on a bagel all they offer yes so now no. do you retract uh of sorts because it ain't I a mean, deli it's no, of sorts that's a food truck like they don't need to have a brick and mortar <laughs> i know so we both it was one of those things where we're like well it shouldn't have been Oh, you know, this is pretty damn good. Anyways, back to bitching about it. So yeah. it was effing delicious. Really? Okay. Like, it was what's really so good. Special about a sandwich, though, for real. Um, okay, first of all, I love dill, and they put a shit ton of fresh dill in there, and it really upped the ante. Okay. <laughs> I know you're rolling your eyes. You probably would hate this place, admittedly so. I they probably, I actually just, think I might like it better if it was vegan. Maybe then I could find a surprise something <laughs> I liked. This, I think, is going to put you over the edge and make you irate. I ordered okay. their potato salad. I love a good potato salad. Me too, yeah. I thought it was outstanding. I think you uh, would uh, spit it, it out before crunchy, trying it. Crunchy. Was it crunchy chunky? Yeah. No. Unacceptable. It had probably an entire bushel of dill in it no. which again i'm here for but they also cut watermelon radish into it and that's where i think you would lose your mind i'm sorry what it's watermelon radish it's Why so gorgeous in a potato salad just for the crunch no what's wrong with you people in your crunch eat some grape nuts if you need some crunch <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Dana, you're going to love the moral of this story as we're sitting there angrily talking between our teeth as we're sitting there, right? Because we just said, why didn't they just say a sandwich shop or bagels or whatever? As we're bitching about this through the thing. By the way, we didn't leave a morsel of it behind just <laughs> in case anyone was concerned that we were starving. There was not <laughs> one bite left. And we're like, I mean, I still can't believe and the next thing we know, a guy comes from outside with two bags in hand. Okay. And he puts it down 
And he said, excuse me, ladies, I don't mean to interrupt. We're getting ready to close down. Take your time. No rush for you to leave. But we have to get rid of all of our baked goods. And I'd hate to throw things away. So I'd love to give each of you these bagels. And if you don't care for them or don't want them, maybe you could please pass them on to someone who would. Otherwise, we're going to have to dump them. Wow. Well, I shrank down in my seat. That was so nice. Uh Uh-huh. Like Lily Tomlin in The Incredible Shrinking Woman. And I'm like, I think he heard us. No. No, I don't think they heard us, but it really- He didn't, or he wouldn't have given you those bagels. (laughs) Exactly. He would have been like, you need to leave. Yeah. We're closed. Screw you. (laughs) But seriously, it was so nice. Uh, Look, I've been in a lot of places, even past the closing, and they don't do that. It was a lovely gesture. My mom used to actually own a deli and bagel shop. And at the end of each day, whatever customers were there, she'd say, would you like a half dozen or anything mm-hmm. to take home? That's she'd so throw nice. that in. And then the rest was bagged up and dropped off at a local food bank so that it did not go to waste. Yeah. People usually cannot or at least choose not to sell day-old baked goods because they're fresh. Yeah. When you're making stuff fresh, there's no preservatives. They're not going to have a shelf life like Sara Lee bagels that are good totally. for a month, right? Right. So we both kind of sheepishly walked away and I'm like, ooh, that was really nice of them. Wait a minute. So can I get something clear here? Yeah. This is definitely your own rant. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, And you are ranting about how nice someone was. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, that was the silver lining. We were so mad that we were duped into thinking that maybe I wanted, maybe I wanted some blintzes with a warm berry compote. I feel like I'm almost always on your side, (laughs) but it does say in the title of sorts. Now, whether that's less than deli or more than deli, I I guess is up to them. I know. (laughs) I apologize. And I will be patronizing this business again. I'll tell you that it's again, delicious. again, confused as to how this ended up your race. <laughs> I'll one up you. It's delicious. I how do you it. like them apples? No, I, I don't like to be <laughs> negative towards you at all because I adore you. And I think you're one of the best people on the planet, but this was a train wreck. This is not a rant. <laughs> They were so nice to you, and you loved the food. And you're mad at the name. That's I all. <laughs> I know. It's really unacceptable. It kind of is. <laughs> oh, my God. You make me laugh so hard. I'm I serious. Did. I'm going to send them a private message that says, It would just require a little bit of paint on the outside of your business Mm. and you should change it to a dill E of sorts since you put a bushel of dill into every single one of your sandwiches. Have we now gone? Are you now insulting them? I don't understand what path we're on here. (laughs) Your eyeballs got big and I saw anger again. But this person, they gave you free bagels and you enjoyed your food. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my God. That oh is dear so God. Funny. Rant over. What rant? 
and <laughs> you just praised a local a local restaurant. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I could see myself doing exactly what you have just done. Uh, this hilarious. is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's move on into our corners, yeah? I'm not without a cleansing breath. Who cares? I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're right. I just looked at the outline and I was like, ah, data. Okay. Oh, my God. We clearly need a cleansing breath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we like to rant out the things that don't matter that sometimes aren't even rants. They're just <laughs> <laughs> we like to get it all out, take a cleansing breath, and then fill up mm -hmm. with some goodness. You can scream mm -hmm. it out if you're by yourself. You can sing it out, whatever you want to do. But just take a few seconds and take a deep breath with us. Are you ready? Yes, okay. I am. In. And. I needed that. I did too. <laughs> I needed it. But you know why I needed it? Because I'm so tense from laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, so I am up first with the corner. And I think I sent this to you, did I not? Uh Yes, you did. And I died. Okay. <laughs> so I am, this is a what the what corner. Um, I get a little bit obsessed with uh, what do you, how do, what do you call them? People cicadas. call them cicadas or Katie dids. Now there Katie is dids, a, yes. there is a difference between a cicada and a Katie did, but generally yeah. speaking, most people think they're both kind of the same and they kind right. of are a little bit mm. the same. So anyway, this is from Vice, one of my favorites, by the way. If you don't follow them on Instagram and see, like, their little mini docs yep. and stuff, they're great. Mm -hmm. um, Vice World News. It's by Gavin Butler. <laughs> Sex crazed. Now, now I'm so embarrassed because we started off the episode with me talking about how I wanted erotica, and now I sent you a story about sex crazed cicadas. I call this coming full circle. I, do you, or is it um, old lady desperately uh, sexually frustrated? What it, what is happening? Is a that what? Bit of both. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to get a magnifying glass and <laughs> examine what's going on in my home. Okay, uh, sex crazed cicadas are set to have psychedelic orgies yet again. I wanna be a cicada. A fungi containing sil okay, psilocybin, I think, and oh. bath salts can turn millions of bugs into horny zombies. Can you okay? Psilocybin and bath salts. A fungi contains this. You know how we're obsessed with our fungi guy yes. on, on on Instagram. He probably knows about this. He probably does, but he hasn't told any of us he's hoarding it. He's too busy spanking his mushrooms. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we follow a mushroom guy on, on Instagram that cannot stop spanking mushrooms. He likes to tap that cap. He does. I'm mad at you for that rhyme, and, but it's not wrong. <laughs> it's the truth. Jessica and I keep sending. And, and, okay. The world at large is onto it. 
Yes. Like they know that he's a spankophile. A hundred percent spankophile. <laughs> oh my god. I just don't know what's so exciting about it after a minute or two. It's I like know. Uh, anyway, that's none of my business. <laughs> you guys spank away. I don't care. <laughs> okay, here we go. I gotta get into this. A fungi containing all this stuff, right? Cicadas mm-hmm. in the United States are infected by fungal amphetamines. What? That will drive them yet again to engage in sex-crazed mating orgies. Massospora cicadina. (laughs) I'm sure I did not pronounce that right. A yellow-white fungus grows in the insect's bodies, you guys, and boosts their sex drive to the point of mania. That sounds fun. Doesn't it sound fun for a night in, like, Belize? Um... (laughs) But wait, there's a sad ending to the story. It also makes their genitals fall off. Oh, boy. Jessica, it makes their genitals fall off. Post-coital, Lee? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This isn't a new phenomenon. <laughs> Vice oh has God. covered the sex craze cicada summer for the past two years. They've been doing it for two years. But the 2021 iteration is upon us, and billions of brood X cicadas are currently emerging for the first time in 17 years in 15 states across North America, where they're expected to spend four to six weeks mating before all of them drop dead. Wow. This is heavy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say heaven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And massospora laced with psilocybin and the same is. Uh, the same chemical as psychedelic mushrooms. I've never done mushrooms. Whoa. I've never done mushrooms. What have I been missing? <clears throat> and capable of producing compounds of an amphetamine called cathinone or bath salts is making some cicadas want wow. to mate more than usual. Um, it's known to lie dormant, the massospora, in the soil where some cicadas spend years of their lives and in some cases infects the insects before they rise to the surface. The fungus then grows inside their abdomens and they start to shed their skins, filling their insides until the lower abdomen drops away and a white plug of fungus starts to grow in its place. Oh, Are you still alive, Jessica? Shortly thereafter, the fungus puts the cicadas' libidos into hyperdrive, and the insects start wanting to have sex with as many potential mates as they can. This is stranger than fiction, Matt Casson, an associate professor of forest pathology and mycology at West Virginia University, told NPR. To have something that's being manipulated by a fungus to be <coughs> sorry, to be hypersexual and to have prolonged stamina and just mate like crazy. All of this so that the fungus can promote its own propagation. Although the infected and castrated cicadas mating attempts are clearly unsuccessful. Yeah, because they have no genitals. The fungus itself is sexually transmissible. What? What? This is a horror movie in the way. It is. As Brian Lovett, a postdoctoral research at West Virginia University who co-wrote a 2020 study about the fungus, told Washington Post, now the cicada is not acting in the interest of the cicada, but in the interest of the fungus. Infected cicadas are also spread spores. Oh, they also spread massospora as they walk and fly, in turn infecting other insects and earning the name flying salt shakers of death. Now that's pretty metal. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) I want, when it's my time to go, I want people to go. In her last days, she was a flying salt shaker of death. 
<laughs> so weird. <laughs> I just gave Jessica goat horns. Um, <laughs> that's what. Uh, oh, here we go with her amazing uh, rendition of Black Sabbath again. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski on last podcast on the left. Whenever they oh talk about anything God. like metal, he always goes. <laughs> okay, broadly speaking, though, the fungus doesn't appear to be dangerous to the cicada species at large. Lovett said he expects fewer than 10% of the infected to be infected and that and that even those oh, and that even those don't typically die any younger as a result of the infection. They're hmm. just sex zombies with no genitals? Oof. Weird. Um Oh, this is nice. Nor does Massospora appear to inflict much suffering on the infected cicadas themselves. So that's good. <laughs> this is a quote. This is great. Everybody's having a good time while they're infected. <laughs> Said Kason. <laughs> so I don't imagine there's much pain. Maybe a desire to listen to the Grateful Dead or something like that, but no pain. Yay, science! <laughs> uh... Kason also noted that it isn't uncommon for people to eat the fungal cicadas for a mind-altering experience of their own. Absolutely not. Although he didn't recommend it. <laughs> There's always a risk eating cicadas pump filled with amphetamines. Of course! That uh, was just one of the thousand compounds we found in the cicadas, and we don't know what those other compounds are capable of doing to humans. Thank you. Don't be eating any katydids, y'all. How I'm about to throw up at the thought of it. I'm sorry, but going back to South Park, I don't know why it's a South Park day, but did you ever see that episode where they said With that cicadas? No, the cat oh. piss got them high and they would let cats spray pee pee in their face. No, because they were getting high off of it. No, I know what's wrong with me. Why I'm do just... I watch things like that? <laughs> I'm picturing many moons ago when I was back home in Atlanta and my friends had a barbecue and it was the height of cicadas. You could hear them all night and I love it when they shake their wings and it makes yes. that amazing sound. So they were everywhere and my friend's property has like huge giant trees. They back up to like a creek and a little forest. Yes. Well, one of them flew in the house and it was like a 747. Those things oh, yeah. are big. They're big. And my friend's husband picked up a spoon covered in the famous Frank's hot sauce buffalo chicken dip and just raised the spoon in the air and the cicada flew directly into it. What? Yes. And he just took it and he threw it in the trash because it was Wait. buzzing around the house. It was he, the weirdest he, thing ever. He could have put it outside, but that's neither here or there. I, no, guess. The, I think it was already done. It like, went like a kamikaze into a serving size spoon of buffalo chicken dip why <clears throat> and i got to see it up close they have red eyes yes, red balls do. for eyes and then the body of them are black they are real freaky looking but yeah and then man. when they come out of their skins and leave that shell that'll stick to your fingers yep mm -hmm. not because it's, it's sticky but because they have those little claws on their feet yes yeah Okay, well, let me wrap this up for you here. The main takeaway then is that for the next month or so, there are likely to be millions of castrated and sex-crazed zombie cicadas high on amphetamines from a psychedelic fungus flying around parts of the U.S. desperately searching for a mate. And it bears repeating, you shouldn't eat them for a buzz. 
I like you. I like you, Gavin. <laughs> I like you, Gavin. I like your article. It's funny. There's some science in it. There's yep. some what? Gavin Butler. I'm a fan. I like, I like. Gavin Butler from Vice. I'm a fan of you. Uh, I'm going back home sometime soon, and the cicadas are going to be out in full force. Uh -huh. I'm going to chomp me some cicadas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I would never for any reason. I just watched a video, oddly enough, of all the bugs that people eat in different countries. Yes. Happily eat. They Protein rich and how it's totally. sustainable. And, yeah. Uh -huh. Nope. If I, I was out in the wild, I would have to starve if I couldn't. Uh-huh. I can kill the snake because I'd be terrified of it. So I'm not going to eat that. Yep. I can't catch fish on my own. I don't know how to build a trap. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not killing some poor little frog or lizard for my own benefit. No. The only thing I would be able to do if I was stranded in the woods was uh, do something I learned from Mr. Hotness, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. And I would take pine needles and boil them into a tea to give myself vitamin C. Good That's about for you. all I've learned. That's awesome. And you hate tea, so it sounds like it's going to be a good time. <laughs> what the what? That was oh my corner. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> okay. This corner, I actually saw on one of our listeners' social media pages, and I love wrote on his it. thing, I said, I am absolutely taking this as a corner for the rants and raves with your blessing. And he said, absolutely, please uh, do. Love it. One of our listeners sent me pictures of their baby foxes that are living on their land. And stop I was it. dying. They should have two kits of foxes. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Stop Sorry. it. How cute. Oh, God. I'll send them to you. Oh, please do. Now, this, in retrospect, really probably could and should have been a rant so it's oh. kind of a ranty corner okay, okay. this well, is since, i just want to say since your your second rant really wasn't uh, this, we'll just use this <laughs> exactly this is excuse me oh i love it this is from a website called totally the bomb and this is by Brittany piper people are ditching toilet paper i'm already revolted yeah okay mm -hmm. People are ditching toilet paper for reusable cloth rolls, and I have so many questions. Okay. <laughs> Let me be clear. I am all for helping the environment, and one of our main goals this year is that. But some things are just not meant to be. Yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah, Brittany. Take this, for example. People are ditching toilet paper for reusable cloth rolls. For starters... Exactly how does this work? Now, y'all, you'll see it when you follow us. No, Dana, I, no. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not. I have paper towels like that that, my, that Kira made me, and they're super adorable, and they're perfect for reusable to lessen my footprint. You know, uh -huh. it's great. But if you start putting pee-pees and poo-poos on that stuff, uh-uh. Thank you. Uh -uh. Now, now we're getting into dangerous territory, though, Jessica, because – then you're like, well, people use disposable diapers, and that's terrible for the. I, I'm sorry, I did. I couldn't handle the cloth. I know. Anyway, continue. Know. This Our, is going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It isn't is. It? Uh, I mean, when you use a regular roll of toilet paper, you use a piece rolled up, wipe, and then chuck it in the toilet. Yeah, because it's dirty. Please continue. <laughs> this makes it seem so much more messy and disgusting. First of all, I need you guys to know that these are strips i don't know yes. how long they are i'm imagining maybe eight to 12 inches long and Against they have snaps 
so you can snap them together to roll it up like a, a roll. roll it. Mm-hmm. And I then already the hate fabric it. Fabric is like your Aunt Teen Teen's scrap fabric. Yes, bin. it's like yeah. uh, velour paisley. <laughs> okay, <laughs> velour. It sounds lovely for your butt, but not to clean. <laughs> I mean, some of these rolls are sewn as one big roll. So, like, do you wipe on a tiny corner and just let it hang there and use another little piece? This is giving me flashbacks to those horrifying. And if I see one in this day and age, I would rip it off the wall. Remember in the 80s, gas stations had those things where you pulled and it was a rotating thing of fabric to dry your hands. Yes. Guess what? never touched it and i would rather go with sopping wet hands or soak my pants or shirt wiping them off than touch that filth absolutely are you kidding me oh she said does everyone get their own cloth roll also if you're washing these quite often is it really environmentally friendly between all the soap power and water used personally (laughs) i am genuinely confused and concerned I would think every bathroom would smell gross with these yeah. being used unless you have a thousand of them and use a new one with every wipe. I don't know. Maybe I'm overanalyzing this, but I think it's a hard pass for me. Um, She has given so many examples. The amount of companies that are making this make me want to cry. Please come up with a way to get the toilet paper industry to all switch to bamboo. Bamboo is sustainable. Right. It yes. grows like weeds yes. and we can keep using that. And things made out of bamboo are soft as can be. But I don't like saving anything that we put our poo-poos and pee-pees on. Absolutely not. Let alone you, reusing it, has, it. You're not putting it directly into a wash bin. What, a wash bin. I don't know. I don't know what year I come no, from. I know what but, you're talking about. Yes. So there's going to be a container of other people's feces and peepees. Nope. Sitting. And I'm going to throw mine in there. Nope. And it's going to sit in there till they have time to have it cleaned. Yep. No. Mm -mm. If you want to be environmentally friendly, again, buy seventh generation Uh or a company like that or get yourself a bidet. I was going to say. You don't have to have the paper. That's not for me. This not but for me. Treat but, yourself and get a bidet. Okay. But I do recognize that it's weird that we wipe like the dirtiest part of us with a dry piece of paper. Like I told you, my my friend did a stand up joke about it. Like yes. it's awful. But I, no, Mm-mm. it's not okay. I I want to lessen my footprint on the earth too and be use sustainable materials. So I use bamboo straws or yes. and I use I do use bamboo paper towels. Yep. Um, where I have my my fabric ones that Kira made for me. I'm not using reusable toilet paper. That's unacceptable. Me neither. I'm glad we're on the same page because I don't want to come to your house and have to deal with that. Never. (laughs) Do you understand? Never. Yeah. I'd be like, you can get in the shower and wash yourself off. Totally. If it it came to that. that, Yes. Okay. I will hose you down if you need. But you're I'll not give gonna... you a, a fresh hydrating face mask to use before I use a reusable toilet paper snapped paisley velour. <laughs> hydrating face mask. <laughs> it's like something Prince would have had in this house, but only used once. Yeah. Oh, no. 
no, no, I don't like it. <sighs> oh my God. Yeah. That's a, yeah, you're right. That could have been a rant. I don't, I, listen, everybody has different poo-poo and pee-pee practices at different places in the world. And I understand okay. that ours may not be perfect, but that ain't going to make it any better. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh my God. Uh, a little bit. I'm out of breath because of that I know one. from laughing <laughs> from all of this. Oh my God. All right. Let's get to the good stuff. Yes. Let's get to the good part of our show. Let's Are you get ready? To the part of the show where Kate says, ah, I'm bored and closes it off. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. You won't, you won't even be in long enough to hear this. I know. I know. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. It is. It, it is because we're changing. <laughs> we're changing the world. We're changing the world one week at a time. Absolutely. Kate, she'll <laughs> never hear it. <laughs> that's that's one of my friends who listens, but to only half the show. <laughs> she only likes the rants. Yes. <laughs> so my rave this week is going to be a short one, but it's. Uh, I sent it to Jessica. Because I thought it was so brilliant and it falls right in line with stuff that we love doing. So uh, let me open it. Okay, so just imagine this music playing while I read to you what's going on. Okay, we'll, we'll do the... the We'll save the wrap for another day. Uh, this is from Good News Movement, which is one of the things that Jessica, I believe you follow it too. We mm -hmm. both follow good. I love following Upworthy, Good News Movement, Tanks, Good News. I love, mm -hmm. we can use all the good news we can get. So this was a Monday motivi motivation. This couple, she decided, she owns her own business now and is doing very well. And so she decided to do one of those acts of kindness things, right? Mm -hmm. So her and her, I don't know if it was her partner or whatever. Anyway, they went out um, with doing random acts of kindness, placing cash under baby formula lids to help the person who buys it. Just put the money somewhere where it definitely will be seen on top, not on the side so like this video is them opening the similac um mm -hmm. the lids on top and putting money or shoving cash inside diaper boxes like mm -hmm. pulling the tape away i just thought that was so brilliant because can i tell you when i had my baby we were in trouble like we were yes. drugs i was out of work obviously because i had a baby but i was yeah. trying to work as much as i could because dan tipton was out of work at the time so basically yeah. i was supporting the three of us at the moment like mm -hmm. it was scary yes. right and this is just such a sweet way there's no like no one ever has to know there's no mm -hmm. guilt there's no shame and you just trust it gets to need who it needs to get to. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you want to go do something like that, what a great idea. Just shove and you could do it even <clears throat> with other things if you felt yeah. like you needed to. But just such a great idea to financially help out someone. No, no big foofies about it. Yes. No big show. No big mm -hmm not embarrassing to the recipient. Not nothing. It's just mm -hmm. beautiful. Anyway, that's my rave. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe, maybe think of an act of kindness you can do this week just to like for someone else, but also yourself, because it's yes. amazing what that does for us. So anyway, totally. kudos, it forward. absolutely. Kudos to this woman. 
I mean, she's putting $5 bills, $20 bills, $1 bills, like mm-hmm. just what anything to help. I think it's beautiful. And yeah. that, that's my rave. So thank you to this woman. Thank you to Good News Movement for putting it out there. I don't know. I've heard that song a ton. It's always uplifting and inspiring content. So I'm assuming it's perfect. There we go. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. And Dana and I were talking about this in our green room dump. Uh, It reminded us also of, I mean, people have been doing this for a long time, but years ago, there was a video circulating of someone going around and putting change in meters that were about to expire or had expired in the parking uh, attendants had not come by yet or meter maids, whatever. That's mm, probably not the right thing to call them. Meter parking uh, ticket enforcers, <laughs> parking enforcement. <laughs> oh, Lord. Or like, you know, things you can do too. Like, we've talked about for my my birthday one year, I put money on laundry machines, yes. coins on vending machines at the hospitals and in, yep. in their waiting rooms, things like that. So, it's anyway, lovely, it's Such a lovely. A little, little thing that can go a really long way. It's there, it's not just lovely for the person who finds it, it could be life changing, exactly, you know. This rave comes to us from one of our OG listeners. Thank you so much for always sending us amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, this is breadandjustice.org. And our listener said, typically sourdough bakers are largely white, and it's been difficult to find representation in the sourdough world of BIPOC. I still don't know if you spell that out or say BIPOC. I'm not trying to be stupid or ignorant. I know what it means, but um, so I'm glad this exists. And what a phenomenal cause. I immediately thought of you ladies. Mm. Bread and Justice began in Madison, Wisconsin in the summer of 2020. Mo Cheeks, who is adorable, by the way, there's a picture (laughs) of him on the website holding a massive bag of flour. He's real cute. Mo Cheeks began beginning, excuse me, began baking naturally leavened sourdough bread in early 2020. The routine for the first half of the year was to bake on weekends for fun and then give bread away to friends in the Madison area. It was a simple hobby and a way to stay connected to friends during Wisconsin's stay-at-home orders. After the murders of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, Mo's bread production increased rapidly as it became a form of self-care a time for quiet prayer, and a practice of manifesting joy during a dark summer. Realizing his bread-making could transition from self-care to activism, Bread and Justice was born when Mo joined a group of bakers across the country in a national bake sale called Hashtag Bakers Against Racism. Wow. So cool. Mm -hmm. Selling bread via Instagram and an email newsletter, Mo raised nearly $1,000 throughout the fall and donated 100% of the funds raised to the ACLU of Wisconsin and Black Voters Matter. Today, Bread and Justice has adopted a weekly bake schedule and continues to live up to its name as Mo donates 100% of the profits from his bread sales to organizations fighting racism and working to build a more just society. 100%. Love it. Love it. Also, that who is... doesn't love bread? Nom, 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 nom. Okay. <laughs> Aww. But and again. He so happy. So happy. Yeah. A total grassroots, like starting small. It's like, hey, I'm just going to do this for fun. Then one man turning this into something and then realizing, hey, 
there's other people with like minds. That's what I love when people start connecting in different parts of the country or the world, or even within your own city, you may not realize people that are doing the same thing or looking for something like this. Yeah. And it's something that he loves doing. It brings him joy. And the fact that he's able to do this as a hobby because he's giving a hundred percent of the proceeds and is just very selfless. Massive change. Yes. For, you know. So I thank you it. to Mo. And if I lived in Wisconsin, I'd certainly be getting some of that bread. It's fresh. Mm. So I imagine they <sighs> probably can't ship it. Yeah. But if you are in the Wisconsin area or near Madison, you can look on the website how to follow him. It's kind of similar to how there's been all these pop-up food shops totally. around the country. And you yeah. guys, they're great. I've tried some of them. They're just small little businesses people are starting out. And man, you can get some amazing stuff that way. So absolutely, if you're in the area, definitely check him out. I love it. Yes, I love it too. Jessica, Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. And I need to thank you for giving me the best endorphin serotonin boost I think <laughs> I've had in months. I'm not kidding. I feel like in a great mood. So this is an amazing start to my week. So I really I thank you. I love it. Yay. That makes me happy. I enjoy, I always enjoy you, but you know, obviously Same. some days are sillier than others. <laughs> I think that we realized I am apparently a sex crazed zombie horny orgy cicada. <laughs> And Jessica has gotten to the point where she got so angry, she has come back around and the things she's ranting about are really actually just raves. <laughs> Maybe the quarantine has really changed us for I think the good. It has. For the better, right? That I've lost all of my rage. I wish yes. that were the case. And I'm just searching for things to be annoyed by. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that be refreshing? Wouldn't it though? <laughs> Can you turn my situation into a positive spin? <laughs> All right. Well, at the end of the show, we usually, are you watching anything? We like to talk about what we're kind of into. I'm going to ask you for the I know. fifth week in a row. And you are like the 7,500th person that's asking. That's <laughs> so good. Is Mayor it? of Easttown. I God. know. Everybody's into it. Everybody's into it. And did I mention hacks with Gene Smart? I feel like I maybe did last no. week. Oh, please. If you guys are looking for something a little lighter, because yes. I have to be honest, a lot of the available content in the it's last year, I feel like has dark. been dark or kind yes. of heavy. Yes. If you would like a comedic break from that, I'm also a big fan of shows that are a half an hour when sometimes you just need a fun little burst or it's totally. all you have time for. Right also, before nine night or something. Yeah. I'm saying that makes it real easy to binge like four episodes in a oh, row. I know. But on HBO Max, the newest show to hit is called Hacks. It is starring Jean Smart, who is so good. And my God, is she having a heyday right now? Because she's also playing Kate Winslet's mother on Mayor of Easttown. Oh, geez, Lou. Yes. And she is the grand dame of Hacks. It is about a woman who is been, you know, like a headliner in Vegas for 30 years, kind of like a Joan Rivers or like a huge name sure. in Vegas. And the first episode, the owner of the casino is like, ooh, Deborah, her name's Deborah Vance, her character. We got to talk. Uh -oh. And they're trying to break the news to her that they need to lessen the amount of shows she has per week, which, spoiler alert, 
they're going to replace her with pentatonics. <gasps> I wish I was making I that. love them! I uh-huh. love pentatonics! Full circle, y'all. We're just coming uh-huh. full circle on this show. For reals. Anyways, it is hilarious. It is very funny. It is not heavy at all. Yes, there are some poignant moments, but it's still a very lighthearted, fun, fun show. I'm sorry to say, do not remember the other actress who plays opposite of her, the young comedian who's brought into the scene, but she is the daughter of Lorraine Newman. Oh, okay. Who I believe was on SNL. Am I crazy? Yes. Yes. She's she's wonderful. So please, please check out Hacks. I won't give away anything else about the show, but if you want to laugh and just have a fun, no-brainer take you out of your head for a little bit and give you a good laugh. Definitely check it out. Wow. That's a good endorsement. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, I have been watching true crime plant videos in South Park. So nothing's changed. No, that's actually not true. This week I also went on an animal video tear, mm. which I haven't done for a while because sometimes I can't handle because we uh, we need to know. They're like, here is this beautiful creature and here's how we're killing it. And I have a hard time with that sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, we need to know. Anyway, I watched a bunch of like David Attenborough clips, you know, yes. animal, and they're just so amazing. I watched Mud Skippers. I watched. <gasps> I love those. I know. They're so cute. So, anyway, that's an easy YouTube search. <laughs> There's a new, uh, you love Sir David Attenborough as much love as him. me. Yeah. There's a new one that my dad is highly recommending called Colors hmm. or Colors of the World. It's the <laughs> latest documentary with him narrating. I don't remember what network it's on. I think it's Netflix. Anyways, look up David Attenborough, Colors or Colors of the World. He said it is absolutely breathtaking. Interesting. Yeah. And those videos, my God, I've even rewatched Planet Earth and stuff like that literally like 10 times. The same story. I don't care. I don't get bored of it. It's beautiful. It's, It's amazing. Yeah. I also, one of the things that I got real stuck on for a while, I watched a ton of videos of male birds trying to impress female birds because yes. i was like i wish it was like this in real life the birds of paradise yes the dances they're yes. so crazy and beautiful and i am always like if i was a lady bird i would be so impressed look how clean he keeps his stage <laughs> and now <laughs> what they do with their nests and then when they fan out like a peacock uh-huh. and start really strutting uh-huh. it, there are several birds that have some pretty interesting little dances yes yeah and some of the markings looks like a smiley face painted on the back of their feathers. It's so weird it's and so, oddly amazing. So cool. And it's like, how come men don't have to work this hard for my attention anymore? Okay. D- didn't they used to have to? <laughs> I, I think the know. ladies are always the ones that had right? to. In the human race. up. Yeah. We're always putting doing all the peacock feathers. Mm-hmm. Why don't you trim your beard and... Uh, Put some product in your hair for once, man. Thank you, men. <laughs> Would it hurt to put kidding. a little mousse in there? Actually, I'm really not. Try having to take a shower, dry your hair, straighten or curl your hair, put on a full face of makeup, and find a new dress or ensemble that you haven't been photographed in a thousand times. You can just put on a pair of slacks and a button down and nobody you're good to go. Nobody knows the difference. Yeah, nobody As long as you know. comb your hair, you're fine. 
It's so not fair. I know. And I'm telling you what, putting on makeup and fixing your hair, all that, if I've got a pimple to cover, you might as well hand, you just tack on an extra 45 minutes to try and spackle that shit invisible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I actually put some of those on and the next day I forgot and they just kind of like mold to your face. And the ones I have are like, they look like ladybugs. They're either red or black, and they're solid, and they're big, and they and also they don't work. Thanks a lot. Yes to tomatoes. No, I say I no know. to tomatoes as far you as the product those, line. I don't get the medicated kind because my skin's real sensitive. you got to get the ones that just suck the junk out. I know. Well, I forgot, and Alan saw me, and I was downstairs getting coffee, and he looked at me, and he goes, ooh. Well, if they're red and black, I and probably I said, would, too. What? He goes, what is on your face? And I don't know why Mine I was so embarrassed. It's my husband, but then I right. was. I was like, oh, they're my too. pimple patches. I would be too if my husband was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were Mine horrifying. Are, Mine are clear, and it's gotten so bad. Like, first of all, I've become the woman who goes outside without a bra on. Uh, amazing that all that's happened for me no, I've, I've tried it can't but... happen for me jessica <laughs> I know. you might as well put me in a nursing home and a moo moo like it's not acceptable <laughs> i now i've only gone in my front yard without a bra i haven't gone to like a store but i look around and make sure nobody's outside but they're probably all oh in their God. windows going good grief her knockers are down to her toenails um <laughs> so that's been happening and i've been putting my zip packages on mm. under my mask and going out in public. Oh my God. They can't see them. I got mask on. <laughs> it's usually mask me anyway. <laughs> All right, Jessica, we got to wrap this up. We got to get out of here. All um, right. Well, it was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I mean that, even though I sounded Same. very disingenuous. <laughs> it's really great to see and be with you. No, really, I mean it. You actually sound like me most of the time when I'm truly ecstatic and people are like, well, maybe you could pretend to be enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I like to share a point to ponder. And I thought since I got through a tough, um, <laughs> tough week last week um, with the passing of my mom being a year and, you know, I also, oh, this is what I'm like, what, how does this tie in, Dana? One of the things I started listening to because my sister told me about it, and it, you will it will be of no interest to you, Jessica, and probably most people if who are somewhat normal. Uh -huh. It's a new. It's not a new podcast. It's an old. It's in season three, but it's called My Funeral Home Stories. Huh. <laughs> and this guy talks about going the different scenarios of dead bodies. It's very gory. Just trigger warning. It's very gory, but it's uh, you know kind of sciency like. That is a profession that people do. So anyway, mm -hmm. I've been into that, and which inspired this point to ponder. Did you know, Jessica, that when you die, there is a company. So, you know, we've talked about the milk rings. You can turn your breast milk into rings. Not a, not a huge fan, but like whatever, do your thing. Mm -hmm. um, did you know that when you die, there is a company that will turn your body into an ocean reef? What? That sounds amazing cool. yes although i am terrified of the ocean but reefs are not that deep right so oh. here it is it mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which a loved one loved ones can etch personal messages handprints or mementos all must be environmentally friendly 
The pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life, helping encourage a vibrant oh. ecosystem, the circle of life. At, that I love cool? that so, so much because Alan is really obsessed with the, I think they're called ecopods or something where the uh, body goes into the ground and they plant a tree oh, above okay. it. Yes, I've seen that. I think yes. is incredible, but. Yeah. Uh, being the lover of the ocean and want to be marine biologist for my entire life, mm -hmm. I'm going to be looking into that reef thing because I think that sounds Isn't absolutely that so amazing. Cool? Yeah, that's and it's fantastic. also like a way of giving back to nature. Yes. And I don't know. I just thought it was really, it's really, really neat. cool. So I guess I'm saying I want you guys to think about your own death this week <laughs> and how you're going to handle the remains of your body. I don't know why that seemed so oh morbid, God. but it is beautiful at the same time. It is. Jessica, I'm going to end this. I love you. I love you too. Thank we'll you. Back next week. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye. <laughs>